get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. So the Cardinals made a roster move yesterday. They decided to send down Lane Thomas, and their corresponding move was bringing up Scott Hurst. He has been added to the 40-man roster, and the Cardinals value those places on the roster very highly. So it's a big move to bring up Scott Hurst. And to find out more about what the Cardinals have in Hurst, we decided to give his college baseball coach, Rick Vanderhoek, a call. He is the coach at Cal State Fullerton. He joins us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Rick, thank you so much for giving us a little bit of time today. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. Thrilled to have you. So for any Cardinals fans that are not aware of Scott Hurst's game, can you give them a little bit of a description of who he was for you as a player and and what they're going to be able to see from Hurst as he kind of patrols the outfield in St. Louis? Well, you know, Scotty was, as we called him, a mini-me of Michael Lorenzen, who plays with the Cincinnati Reds, who uh, tried to play two, played two ways a little bit last year. Um, and that's kind of what we saw him as. He was just a solid baseball player um, and and did things the right way. And, and, you know, he had a good career for us at Fullerton. So, Rick, I'm curious, uh, with a guy like Scott, I've heard some things about how, how stellar his defense has been for the Cardinals minor league system. Is that what stuck out to you throughout his playing career at Cal State Fullerton, his defense, or has his offense stuck out to you? Well, I mean, he did both things ex- exceptionally well. Um, you know, at the end of his career, uh, he led us to Omaha. Uh, at the end of the season, our last series on the road, uh, he hit four home runs in a game, one to left, one to center, one to right, and one way out of there to right center. Uh, and then in Omaha, he made a catch uh, in center field going to left center uh, at TD Ameritrade, crashing into the wall, which uh, will probably be on highlights this year during the College World Series, too. So he, he did things exceptionally well. He's got I'm a plus to... arm. Go ahead. Sorry about that, Rick. Uh, when you go ahead and finish, you said he's got a plus arm as well. Yeah, he's got a plus arm. I mean, as a freshman, uh, we closed him because we had done that with Lorenzen. And, um, you know, he was 92, 93 on the mound uh, and not a big guy. Um, 
and went with it. But then when he became our leadoff hitter, it was kind of a little much for him. And we had good enough pitching, so we didn't use him in that. We really never used him again in that role. But I'd say as a freshman, uh, his first game, he played at Stanford and came in from center field and finished the first game of the year with a save. We're talking to Rick Vanderhoek. He coached Scott Hurst at Fullerton from 2015 to 2017. He's joining us on 101 ESPN. Rick, I did want to ask you, you know, have, have you been in contact at all with Scotty since the decision was made? Have you talked with the Cardinals side of things? What, what's been your reaction to what I, I've got to imagine was a pretty cool day for both you and for Scott, certainly? Yeah, one of my assistant coaches in the airport yesterday came up to me and said, hey, Scotty Hurst went to the big leagues. And I would say maybe two minutes later, I got a text from Scott and said I got a call up. Uh, I have not called uh, my Cardinal connection as Randy Flores, the scouting director, and I haven't called him. And uh, Randy will shoot me a call. It's Friday. I'm sure he knows that we're preparing the play today. And um, But uh, it's super good. I'm super proud. I just got a call from or a text from Tyler Heineman, uh, who played for me at UCLA, and I said, hey, you make sure you take care of the kid. He goes, coach, I got it. That's awesome, Rick. Uh, how proud of a moment is that for for a baseball coach? Because, uh, you know, Scott isn't the first player that's made the major leagues that's played under you. I mean, there's there's a list of guys, including Matt Chapman and J.D. Davis, Kurt Suzuki. Uh, what does that mean for a coach when you see guys get the call up and get those first big league opportunities? Well, I mean, just getting there is extremely difficult. So when when a guy gets there, um, no matter how he does, he's a big league baseball player. And not a lot of people get to say that, that play baseball. And, um, you know, Scotty has worked extremely hard. Uh, he had to go through the COVID thing last year, which all of us did, and he overcame it. So that that's, that's the whole thing of it. The guys that can overcome this stuff um, is all the roadblocks you hit in professional baseball. I mean, Scotty's moved through every level, and he struggled a little bit in Double A, and then got it going a little bit. But uh, you know, he—he's a guy that I would talk to before last year, probably once a month, maybe once every couple of weeks. Uh, part of the routine of a coach is to check the box scores the next morning to see what every guy did, and sometimes it takes a while. Uh, but to keep tabs on them and just shoot them a text, super easy. Uh, as it goes, it doesn't take that much time now with all the technology we have, even though I'm not technical, I'm definitely technically challenged. Rick, I'm curious, what was he able to do last year? Like, I, I know that was a tough year for all minor leaguers, but what was Scott Hurst able to do last season to be able to stay at the top of his game? You know, I, I'm not positive because they couldn't get on our campus. Um, but he, he obviously found a place to keep himself in shape and get himself um, physically prepared to go to spring training because those guys didn't play as much as they They didn't need the rest that they normally need. And so they had to occupy their time just like every other baseball player in college or high school. Um, and he actually made COVID work out for him, obviously. 
We're talking to Rick Vanderhoek, the Cal State Fullerton head baseball coach here for just another couple of minutes on 101 ESPN. Rick, I know we were talking last night. You mentioned how you had Dylan Carlson committed to you before the Cardinals decided to take him early in the draft in his year as well. What do you remember about a young Dylan Carlson? Because, of course, Cardinals fans are thrilled to have him in the organization now. But what do you remember about the young version of Dylan Carlson? Well, the young version of Dylan is he was a big physical kid, and he was super young. Uh, Dylan was a young high school senior, and um, he, he, he could hit from both sides of the plate. Uh, and he was what we describe as a baseball player. His dad's a baseball coach, and he learned on the job, and he had a lot of good uh, uh, role models that played at that high school a few years before him with J.D. Davis and Dom Nunez and Rowdy Tellez. Uh, all of those guys played at the same high school, and they're still friends to this day. Nick Magical's probably the youngest of all of them. Um, and they're all in the big leagues, and they all still hang out in the off season together. And that that's a bond that I don't think you can ever take away from kids. And that's a bond that's lost in everything because kids go from team to team and this to that. All those guys played for Jeff, and you know Jeff made good baseball players, obviously. Rick, final question from me. From a baseball coach's perspective, I mean, you've seen plenty of players, whether it be major league players or guys that just finished their college career and move on from baseball. What is it that sticks out to you in an individual where you say, man, that kid might have a shot at making the big leagues? Kids that that don't get too emotional. Uh, kids that can handle criticism. Uh, because this game is cruel. It's a cruel game. Uh, you can do as good as you can, and it's not good enough. And the next day, you still have to play again. And the next day, you still have to play again. So the more you let things and expectations build up on you, uh, the harder the game gets. It, it comes easy to some guys. But, you know, I get to watch a guy play every day named Justin Turner, who the Mets said wasn't good enough, and now he's one of the best players in the game. And it's like it's day in and day out. How do you handle it? Because baseball is a pure game of failure on the offensive side. There's no occupations. No quarterbacks can complete three out of ten passes and play. Um, and in baseball, if you can do close to that, you're exceptional. And that's that takes an exceptional person to be able to handle that. Last thing for Rick Vanderhoek for me as well. Rick, you had uh, Matt Chapman as well at Cal State Fullerton. I'm curious because he played on the same high school baseball team on the same side of the infield with Nolan Arenado, who Cardinals fans have fallen in love with over the last uh, few months here. Did you get to watch both of them at, in their time at in high school playing together on the baseball field? And if so, what was that like? Well, I watched them both play the Little League at the same time. Um just because my best friend's son played in the little league and we would always go down and do a coach's clinic for the coaches there. And Matt Chapman was coming to my camps at the age of, you know, eight years old and played on uh, a younger Titans team at the age of nine. And so, you know, watching those guys uh, develop and go, it is amazing, and we get to see another Arenado today because the shortstop for UC Davis is Arenado's cousin. 
So there's Aaron everywhere. And Nolan, you know, should fit in perfect in St. Louis because I don't think there's a better person on this earth than him. And, um, you know, Matt Chapman's just, he's ridiculous. And, And those two guys together, it was like, oh, man, who plays where? Is that the best offensive left side of the infield that you've seen in your time? I don't know. There was a guy named Christian Coronado who played uh, third base at Canyon High School and a shortstop named Grant Green, uh, who were both first-rounders. They were both pretty good, too, and that was like five minutes from our school. So I got to see those guys play a little bit, too, that played both that other that side of the infield. There's some pretty good baseball being played out in California. That's for darn sure. Hey, he's Rick Vanderhoek, Cal State Fullerton head baseball coach. We always appreciate having him here on the show. Rick, all the best to you. Best of luck today, my friend, and hopefully we'll talk with you soon. You got it, guys.